Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast, episode three, version... Shut up. Uh, yeah, fuck you too. Uh, we're your host, Chris. Gator. And Blake. And where do we want to start off this week? Uh... Our favorite restaurant. Our absolute favorite restaurant. I think Waffle we've talked House. about this this restaurant on this show before. I definitely have. I've, I've, I've told a story about it before. I have never eaten at this establishment before. Oh, really? You're a, you're a refined gentleman of culture? Right. I find myself at IHOP more often than anywhere Waffle else. House? Yeah, ever. Well, you live closer to a IHOP than a Waffle House. So a uh, guy's doing uh fantasy football bet. Okay, and he even said in the article that he came up with this punishment. Guy's doing a fantasy football bet. Bet is last place has to spend twenty four hours in live stream from a Waffle House. Uh, Can't you knock off like a half hour with each waffle you eat or something like that? Wasn't that the other part of it? I think that was it. Yeah. So, so basically, you yeah, you show up, you eat as many waffles as you can, cut down the time, and. You stay there for just spend an hours. afternoon at Waffle House. It's not just the afternoon though. I think he ate nine waffles and he was there for like fifteen hours or something like that. And he gave up. Well, and you get a big bill at the end too, which is no, crazy. he he didn't give up. He served his time, but he served his time. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's pretty wild. But uh, it wasn't twenty four hours. It was fifteen. I've been to Waffle Houses. Maybe maybe it was one hour per waffle. Or something like that. I've been to a Waffle House just to eat, and we didn't even get our drinks before my wife was like, we can't be in here anymore. We have to leave. The cockroaches? Yeah, cockroaches. cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely the shit. A cockroach crawled in the window right next to us, and she's like, nope, I'm out. We got to go. And there was nothing else open. It was the middle of the fucking night. I was like, they're, but they're... But, but they have pancakes. They're pro- yeah. It's probably not in the food. Probably. Probably. <laughs> but I lost a fantasy football. Or if it is, you won't even see it. Yeah, it'll get cooked out, surely, right? <laughs> it's sterile. <laughs> They've been around for a long time. they got to be good for something. Dude, you put anything in hot grease like that, it's going to be sterile. Yeah, oh, it's, sure. it's going to taste just like the fucking hash browns. It's going to taste just like the waffles, it's right? It's fucking crispy, dog. Yeah. Crispy. Dude, I went to an IHOP one time with uh, with one of the bros. And they shorted him his, his hash browns. And he was like, I don't even want to fucking eat here. Like, what's the fucking point if I don't have hash browns? And he told the waiter that. The waiter was like, I'm sorry, I'll bring you hash browns. And he's like, no, fuck you. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> he was pissed about it. That was the reason, apparently, for being there was fucking hash browns. I get mm. it, dude. Fried potatoes are good, man. <laughs> and you have certain expectations about it, for sure. So check this out. I got I got one from today, right? So today I'm at work and uh, you're die hub. No, I ordered Domino's right because I <sighs> I wanted a sandwich. I didn't want to go get it. it. Was the whole thing? I was busy with fucking work shit. So I ordered a sandwich and I ordered some chicken and a Dr Pepper. And uh, fucking it goes through the whole tracker deal because Domino's has the tracker, you know. Yeah, I like the tracker. And he's like, "Hey, your bro just dropped off a of food. Order completed." And I look, and there's no bro. There's no food. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Oh, no. What the, what the fuck's going on? So oh, I look no. up what store it is, find the number to the store. I call the store, right? It rings and rings and rings. It rings for so long that my phone's finally like, sorry, you got to hang up now. <laughs> right? Six times I called this fucking place. And one, like on no, try number like four, I think, it rang for a little bit. And then somebody picked up and hung up the phone. Yeah, they don't want to talk to you. They're making fucking sandwiches and chicken, man. Bro. What about pizzas? Nah, just so nah, I rode the I rode the motorcycle today, so I jumped on my bike, fucking typed in the navigation, fucking drove to the goddamn Domino's, 
And they're like, you get to the Domino's and they're like, lobby's closed and like, you can't even go inside, you know? Mm-hmm. But I could see people. I could see, I could see motherfuckers in there doing things, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and so I start banging on the door. Hey, <laughs> bring me my goddamn, what the fuck? And, and they, of course, like four or five people send me. They're and like, then no. They send me the tiniest, like 16 year old girl. Like it's her first job. And I'm like, man. Look, here's what fucking happened, and I'm pissed, and I don't want to cuss you out. But also, you're a very tiny girl, and I, I feel weird about cussing you out, but fucking fix this shit. And she's like, what's the order number? And I fucking finally find the email and find the order number, give her the order number. And she's like, so the driver left with your food? And I was like, I know. The tracker said completed, and the motherfucker's not there. And so I called you, you know, I gave you the opportunity, and you motherfuckers didn't answer, but you took my money, so I'm here, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, we'll, we can remake your order right now and send it with you. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, but honestly, what happens is he probably hit completed to the wrong order because he was dropping off multiple orders. And I was like, I'm not going to drive all the way back there only to find out that that motherfucker actually didn't ever show up and have to fucking call you again because you're not going to answer. You know, I'm like, no, make my food now and fucking whatever. And I I wait around. They make my food. I fucking leave. Try get back to the office. Walk in the door. My fucking food sitting on my fucking desk damn so you're I got, the asshole so i got devil food but also while i was calling and they weren't answering they were like how did we do or whatever and i was like you fucking suck blah 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 went off, <laughs> right? oh my god on the, on the internets or whatever and so then they sent me like a like a fucking 40 dollar coupon for pizza at domino's so you got two you got a free pizza and you got a bunch of i got multi oh. i got a free dinner and i got <laughs> and i got the double lunch but but all I, for being an asshole yeah but that wasn't really the asshole. They were the asshole. Well, they were the asshole first. How was it on your desk? And you didn't know. Oh, other people work there, bro. So while I left Somebody to go, grabbed it. while I left to go get my food, then he delivered it. And motherfucking tracker had been saying it was delivered for like thirty uh, minutes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I guess I guess because there's multiple orders, he had completed order like when he delivered the first one. Yep. Yep. Which is what homegirl was saying. Right. I didn't trust her though. I was taking, I was taking food with me. I drove all the fucking way over here, motherfucker. I thought you got it like delivered to your house or something. No, no, dude, to my house. I never, I hardly ever got to worry about it to my house. They're fucking good around here. And that's, I, I don't want to hate on Domino's too hard. Cause honestly, like they're pretty good and as fast as shit here. Like I've literally had an order from the time it placed to the time it got to my door in like nine minutes one time. Uh, but what about Waffle House though? Waffle House is dirty, but they named their shit after Texas. It's good. Did they? Yeah, they got like the Texas patty melt and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, there's something honest about Waffle House though, right? Like Dude. it's it's the most unpretentious place there is. It doesn't it doesn't pretend to be something it's not. You know? It's genuine. I would get waffles there. I don't usually get breakfast food there. I want the greasy patty melts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know if it's Waffle House because I haven't eaten at a Waffle House in a, in a while, but... Fucking IHOP sausage links. Give me a whole plate of those motherfuckers. And it seems like every uh, established breakfast establishment, Denny's, IHOP, they, they're all the same shit, right? Aren't they? Isn't that all the same food? Yeah. Waffle House is not on the food level with the <laughs> with Denny's and IHOP. I don't think so. Or I don't gyms. know. You can get pretty, gyms. Gyms uh, is pretty greasy. Gyms and Waffle <laughs> House pretty similar. Gyms is like gold though. <laughs> That's the gold standard for those greasy spoon places, man. Dude, I have a gym across the street from my office. I used to go there for breakfast sometimes. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad. People still smoke in there. 
Yeah, you can smoke cigarettes in there. You can you can pick up hookers. You can buy drugs. You can fight. Like, dude, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care. It's like stepping back in time when you. And usually, that's just with your waitress. It's like fucking Mad Max, dude. It's so cool. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the 1990s again. Deems. All right, you want to see what's in the box? Fuck yeah, we got we're, we're gonna open a box. We got a new. I guess hey, we try not that. I don't know. What is it? 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 Sounds like a paper box. Oh, it looks fancy. It is fancy. Damn. It's called Belfour. Bourbon whiskey finished with Texas pecan wood. Okay. Mm. Uh, dude, this was an expensive bottle. I have high hopes. It, it seems to be the right color, and that is a dope-ass fucking bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the wings are fucking cool. Yeah, that is a dope-ass fucking bottle. It made me think of uh, uh, The Great Gatsby. Mm. You know the Great Gatsby, the the font that they use, yeah, on the movie for sure, or uh, the Aviator. Yeah, okay, I don't. I never saw that movie. Oh, dude, it's a good one. Check it out. Yeah. You ready? Oh yeah. Oh. Ooh, you hear that? Man, that end. was a good one, dude. Damn. Listen for it. Ooh, oh. did it again. That's a cool fucking yeah. I like that shit. We're going to pour them up. Man, I hope it's not some flavored bullshit. What do I look like, Blake? Where's your shot glass? Right there. You look like too far away. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> My arms are short, but Jesus, man. You look like a nerd. I don't know if Jesus' arms are short. Like Hit. a square. You have long hair, though, right? <laughs> you do kind of look like a ginger Jesus, bro. <laughs> ginger Jesus? Holy shit, that's Gator's new nickname. Dude. That's a cool nickname. I've got the Tiva sandals to go with it, too, man. That could be, like, your fighting name. Like, yeah. UFC, you know? That would be yeah. a good fighting name, dude. Dude, yeah. Ginger Jesus. I have, like, blood Gator. on my wrists and stuff, yeah. and on my feet. I'm like, Rrr. Ginger Jesus Gator, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of hard to say. All right, cheers. <laughs> a lot of G's and J's in there, huh? G's of all sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and J's. Oof. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's set in a car. Huh? It's set in a car. No. No? I'm just it's hot. 24 hours. Ooh. Yeah. It's hot. Well, it's hot out here. Is yeah. it just hot or is it? Yeah, but that liquid is hotter than out here. That's hot whiskey. <laughs> uh. Man. Man, hold up. So, uh. I can feel it in my nipples. Throw that in the fridge. I feel it in your nipples, too. <laughs> Hey, no. Yeah, I'm down. <clears throat> Ooh. Those yeah. The fridge. Yeah. We're just trying to get it to room temperature. It, oh, it the is. The fridge is room temperature, right? Uh, but at this point, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> I got to find some room in here, too. You can kick out my water if you need to. So, so, uh, I got a haircut. Dudes, uh, I was growing my hair. Okay. Do you want to go through the whole story? I don't know. <laughs> It started. I had long hair in high school, so I like it didn't really sweat me. I've had high, I've had long hair before. Yeah. Started letting it grow out just to be like whatever. If it gets to mid length, like I'm I'm cool with that, you know. So it starts getting just a little bit long, and then boom, COVID hits. Now it's like, oh fuck that! I'm not getting my hair cut for a year, you know. Yeah. So I got like a year and a half, almost two years into it, is at the point I'm at now. And uh, dude, it was long. It was long. Um, people like. I, I worked all the way through COVID. Uh, so, like, my guys. I'm essential. My guys saw it and shit, but 
you know, the rest of the office people start coming in and, you know, half it's mixed reviews, right? Half of them are like, uh, hey, love the long hair. And the other half of them are like, bro, you need a haircut, you know? And that just that just made me want to, like, keep growing it out. Like, that was the wrong thing to say to somebody that you want them to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should get a haircut. Nah, nah. And, you know, to make it, to make a cliche metaphor, right? You can, you can mingle amongst the pack if you fit it, like if you look just like all the rest of them, right? But you're never going to stand out. Like you're never going to lead. You're just going to be able to travel within the pack. So like I did it because I, you know, I, I grew it out because I was like, look, you don't have to fucking completely conform. You can, you can do your own thing. You can be different. You know, that's where, that's where you want to be. You spend your whole childhood learning how to fit in and then you spend your adulthood learning how to like stand out you know so anyway let my hair grow back out it's long now it got to the point where uh people quit like like it was just expected of me you know Mm -hmm. i've had long hair for so long now two years that they're just like oh yeah blake's long hair guy and at that point it was like well fuck that like this doesn't define me this isn't who i am i just you know I want to see you go baby face again, bro. So, yeah, dude, on, on a complete whim, uh, <laughs> I, I fucking cut it off. And I didn't tell anybody because I think that shit's bullshit when someone's like, yeah, so I cut my hair. I didn't tell anybody. And, and dude, that's, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Like you don't fucking post to Instagram. Oh, I'm good. Good. My haircut. Look, guys, I got my haircut today. No, fuck that. I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody. I haven't just de- like, I decided on a whim cause it was fucking hot. And I was like, dude, I'm going to cut this shit off today. Like today it's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, I got home and my wife was like, Whoa, my, I, I have a five-year-old daughter. I was like, dude, she's going to trip. She honestly, she didn't, you know, she was like, Oh, cool. Shave your beard. She'll trip. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You look like a booger. Yeah. My kids trip when I shave my beard. It looks so weird, dude. Uh, here's why I'm disappointed. Like, I'm doing the opposite. I'm growing my hair out for the first time since high school. Like, I'm not long hair guy. I haven't been long hair guy since I was like 14, 13, something like that. Uh, and so like now that I'm finally like getting there, you're like, fuck it, I quit. And I'm like, dude, we could have been long hair guys together for a little while. I, I feel like I, I did what I set out to do, which was like, Hey, look, I don't have to conform. And then it was like, Hey, look, I don't have to like, I don't have to have the long hair either. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was the perfect time. Bro, you want to be different? Go babyface for a while. Yeah, I don't know about that look. <laughs> I don't know about that look. Well, I mean, you got the short hair. You might as well, like, go yeah, all the way. Yeah, but I got to hide the double chin, you know? Okay, nah. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It hides itself. Your neck just looks real wide. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I cut it off. Yeah. I'm growing mine long. I'm, you should. You should I, keep dr- I'm past my nose. I'm down to my lip now. Gator, explain it to me. What's the long hair about? I don't really have a philosophy <laughs> about my long hair. It's, uh, I hate like styling my hair and presenting myself. I feel like I'm putting too much effort into myself, I guess. My presentation, you know, like my appearance. It feels like I'm putting on makeup. I'm like, nah, dude, this ain't cool. So for me, it's almost like I can just throw my hair back and it's out of the way. And I'm like, cool. It just works. You know what I mean? You don't really, as a guy though, you don't really have to do much to your hair once it's cut. If I like, if I get my hair cut like yours and I go to sleep and wake up in the morning, my hair is going to be like 18 different directions and I have cowlicks everywhere. Like I have to do something with my hair. I look like a four-year-old. Like (laughs) it doesn't work like that. I have to. My hair is so like wiry, especially when it's short. It just like. I've seen you with short hair for sure. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah. No, I've definitely had short hair for sure. 
I just don't prefer it. It's just like another maintenance thing. I don't have to cut my hair. See, and that was definitely a part of it for sure. Like, let's not pretend like there was a philosophy behind it in the beginning. It was just like being lazy, like, hey, I'm going to let it go, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, dude, it got to a point where it was annoying me was was what happened. And, I, you know, again, I've had long hair for enough in my life that, like, a little bit long doesn't bother me. You know, a little bit of hair in my face doesn't bother me. But I was, like, trying to do something, and I didn't have a hair tie, and I'm, like, trying to hold my hair while I'm fucking, you know? Yeah. Dude, fuck. And I just, I don't know, it hit. And I was like, fuck this. So I've actually gone and got haircuts since I stopped cutting my hair. And it was just, like, clean it up a little bit, you know? I've thought about getting a mullet. Mm-hmm. I thought that'd be pretty cool. Dude, my kid told me the other day that it looks like I have a mullet because I've been hella wearing baseball hats because still kind of business. I can kind of get away with it since most people are still working from home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm always wearing baseball hats in the in the hair in the back now. It's starting to like come up out of the back of the hat and twist up, you know? They're like, it looks like you have a mullet. And I'm like, no, it's long all the way through, man. It's just as long in the front. Dude, mullets are coming back though. Yeah, but I'm I'm not I'm not doing that. You're I'm a mullet guy. No, I'm gonna have long hair, dude. I don't know what I look like as an adult with long hair. I don't know what I would look like with a beard and long hair. You know, like I've never never done that before. So that was definitely a thing. Cut the hair short, yeah. and then I was like, I need to do something with the beard because I just looked like uh, like the dude from the Big Lebowski or something before I got my hair cut. Mm-hmm. That's just like your opinion. So then yeah. I cut my hair, and it's like, <laughs> okay, my hair's like cleaned up, but my beard is still just like all gnarly. And so all I did was come home and trim and like clean up the lines, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't really cut, it, take it down at all. Take it down, dude. But I say go, go, go tea at worst, and or just dude, try baby face. If you're really trying to, if you're really trying to stand out, bro, that's how you stand out. Go I've done go tea, and I did a mustache. Remember when we did mustaches? Yeah, we did mustaches. That was cool. I don't know. I just wanted to. I just, I just want to keep people on their toes, right? Like, let's try something new. It's time, it's Dude, time for something new. You decided to get and a mustache, like, super drunk and late at a party. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so down, too. Yeah, I just had a, a crazy long beard, and, like, uh, the whole situation was just way out of control. And then I think you cut yours, right, first? I, I had had mine cut for a week or two at this point. Oh, that I was rocked right. the stash yeah. for, like, six weeks, dude. And I was just drunk enough that you were like, you can't rock the stash. And I was like, fuck you. And I shaved my beard off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how but, that, that's how that works. But left the stash, dude. My, it looks good, dude. I, I can, eventually I can start to curl it on, you know, in the corners. That's the way, that's the way I want to be. That's a great picture, dude. I'm pretty sure when my hair gets long to the point where I'm trying to get it to, like, I'm talking like at least down to my shoulders, you know? Like, I think at that point I might actually go baby face. Shave my beard and see long hair, no beard. Ma'am? You Ma'am? doing the Fabio thing? I don't know. Well, and that's another thing. Like, I don't know. Just some, try something different, dude. I don't know what I look like in these scenarios, you know? I think as a dude, you, you can... all it t- People are like... I had so many people be like, dude, I wish I could pull off long hair. And don't get it twisted. Some people cannot pull off long hair. Yeah. They just can't, right? Like, they got a big-ass bald spot right in the top. I hope, not work. I hope I'm not one of those people. Uh, <laughs> But, but like, people with a full head of hair, and they're just like, dude, I, I wish I could, but I can't. And it's like, you can. You just don't. All it takes is, like, to do it. You yeah. just got to have the confidence, you know? That's where I'm at now. I'm doing it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, like, I'm a, I'm a ways in at this point. And I think, you, dude, I think if you got the confidence to pull it off, then pull it off. So, But I'd already gotten past that even, and it was just to the point of just, like, I'm just maintaining long hair now because I'm no, the long hair annoying. guy. I don't want to be, the, like, that's not... An identifier for me. I'm not long hair guy. I'm just have long hair. It got right super now. annoying, so you went full GI Jane. 
No, I didn't go G.I. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. No way. There's, there's still some. <laughs> no, it looks good. You got a good looking haircut, Blade, for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's sweet of you. Did you kick his ass? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it was a gay dude that cut my hair. That's what you want, though, right? Like, you want a gay dude to cut your hair. Cause... I don't know, dude. I don't know. Why not a woman? I actually got a bro that cuts hair, and that's my favorite. Like, if I if I got my choice, I'm going to go Yeah, because, it, go because a dude, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like a dude knows how a dude's hair is supposed to be or how to control it a little better, you know? Like, can you imagine if you had long hair your whole life and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start cutting hair for dudes now? Like, that, that, that can't work. Oh, so you need the experience of, like, I've groomed my own short hair for this long. Now I'm an expert in applying that to other people's yeah, hair. Yeah, t- like, like the, our bro that cuts hair. I I trust him more with my haircut than I would trust just some random chick. Would you go to a female cardiologist or a male cardiologist? Oh, I don't, I don't believe in that. Would you go to a female... Which uh, doctor? Which which doctor shit? Would you go to a <laughs> female urologist or a male urologist? Mm, dude, and I, I'm I'm not the same way with hair. Like, I'll, I've, huh, I've, had, I've had chicks cut my hair and do a really good job. Like, I had one girl that I'd she cut my hair for years. You know, I, I w- would you let a woman fly your airplane? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. I w- I appreciated that it was a dude that was cutting my hair. It's cool. No, I get and, it. And I felt like he, uh, you know. Gay dudes have style, and he can bring me a little bit. Of, he can break off a piece of his style. It looks good, dude. It seriously does. And now it makes sense. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I no. still highly recommend going to the bro. Oh yeah, I will again. I've I've got my hair cut by him. He did it compulsively, it's, right? He just did it on a whim. His shop yeah. downtown is pretty dope. The, where, he, where he is downtown, it's, it's it's pretty badass. Well, and now that I'm getting, I'm gonna have to get. That's the one thing that does suck about. Cutting your hair, maintenance. Now you have to fucking cut your hair, or else you look like a shaggy dog asshole. Or if you want to go long again, you have to deal with that whole awkward bullshit. Where I'm at. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Through all that down the drain, all of it's gone. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I think after I think at some point I will cut my hair again. You know, after it goes long. But I think when I do it, I'm going to do the like give it to cancer thing. Yeah, that's what a great guy, Chris. What you gotta have guy. long fucking hair to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think they man. cut off like a foot. They have to cut off like a foot before they can do that. Your hair's gotta be down to your ass to do that, dude. Uh, my my uh, brother-in-law had long hair, and that's what he did. That's what inspired me. I was like, that's a good idea. Because if you're gonna cut it off, I mean, you might as well fucking use mm-hmm. it for something good. Yeah, so. I can dig it. My stepmom does that, because she doesn't ever cut her hair. And when she does, they cut a foot of it off and donate <laughs> it, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool thing. What's up with that cold whiskey? Chots? Oh. All right, so uh, I think it's guys, I, I hate it that we're gonna go here because it seems like such clickbait bullshit. But you're driving. There's a there's a lady that was born a man and was breaking records as a power lift, a weightlifter um, from New Zealand, I think, mm-hmm. and decided to transition at like 35 years old. And now is going to compete in the Olympics as a female weightlifter. I thought they shut that down. Uh, not as of when I looked at it two days ago. <laughs> oh, I thought they. Sh- I thought I read they shut that down. No, there is some other. There's a runner who didn't qualify. Uh, is that what it is? There's a sprinter. I heard about her. How do we feel? Are we going to go here? We have to, dudes. We have to. It is reality, man. It's where we're at. So, if... You want some boy beating your daughter's ass at volleyball? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like the people that are for this are the people that are trying that are that are 
they're their hearts in the right place, right? Like they're trying to be inclusive. They're trying yeah. to be um, you know, non-judgmental. I get that. I think the only way to be is to make it a league of its own. But now you're you're alienating all, like I was just thinking that. In in weightlifting, in weightlift maybe swimming, right? What if it was fighting. I dude? think the only but, way to be is to make it a league of its own and and transition from either or and that's where you compete at. I I just I if you follow this all the way out, right? All the way out. You could potentially argue that well, this is the way the world is going, and now we have to be, you know, loving and accepting of all different types of people. And if they identify as a woman and they they qualify within a certain scope of testosterone, you know, numbers or whatever, then then they get okay, fine. The next argument after that is, uh, well, you know, women are going to be completely kicked out of the sport. And you could counter that point by saying. Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, some people are more biologically predisposed to being athletic, being, you know, a weightlifter. So, like, genetically speaking, um, there's people that can lift weights more than me. Is it not fair that, you know what I'm saying? Like, their genetics were better? Yeah, but their their genetics were better. They weren't artificially changed. But uh, that's my point going this direction. His genetics, his genetics were good when he was born. <clears throat> But now she, I, I was trying, I'm not trying to get the pronouns wrong. I, I messed that up. Uh, when you, when she was born, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> when she was born, uh, she was born a man. So now she's gone her entire life as a man. Her testosterone is like seven times higher than that of any natural woman. Right. And then if you, if you keep, I'm getting off track. If you keep playing out that thought process. You can argue that, uh, well, the only people that are going to be able to compete are people that are like uh, biologically and and genetically uh, superior, and that's what that's what makes the greatest athletes, right? So at this point, it's like, well, let's get rid of the male and female class and let's just make it all the same. Or you could keep women and and allow you know people that have transitioned into it, but that's gonna that's gonna push out all of the people that are born women now. So two things. And so in the name of being equal, you're you're actively like shutting an entire group of people out. You can't say that, Blake. You know I, what I mean? I think two things. I think one, I think the 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 moral and the correct answer is to for transitional people to to have a class of their own, the same way that women have a class of their own, the same way that men do, and they compete against people in their own class. Right? I think that that, that that's fair. Another way to look at this too, though, is most sports refuse to allow performance-enhancing drugs. Transitional drugs could be considered performance-enhancing if they're going to compete in a different class. Yeah. Well. <sighs> so maybe make the transitional arena. I don't know that that to, to have its own space for them to compete against people like people right I don't, I don't the same way we have weight classes works. in fighting the same way we have weight classes in fighting the same way there's a men's and a women's basketball team soccer team every kind of team right but but the performance enhancing drug or the the changes that she's going through the drugs that she's taking are making her less uh less masculine more masculine feminine. like less testosterone more so estrogen it's less not testosterone. it's not performance enhancing it's not but what, what it is doing is taking her out of one class and putting her in a different class where she's already far ahead of them in testosterone. Right. right? So even though she's taking performance to the class that she's going to, and that's, but it's not the drugs. 
it's well, I mean, the drugs cause the transition, but the, there's you know. but there's 35 years of testosterone right. that this that she has developed, you know. But I still think I still think the the overall answer, like if you want to look at it objectively, would be to create a class for the, for for its own. Like we we already designate that there's biological differences. This is the reason that we have men's and women's teams of everything. But then you have to. That's just right. is that now box. exclusive because they're not they identify as that, but now they can't compete in that they have to be in well their it's own the thing, same way that know? women can't compete in a men's weightlifting tournament like that's already a thing but isn't that pandora's box now where where okay we're, we're going to create a new class for people that are trans all people that are trans and then they say well no we can we have to have separate weight classes for transitioning from a male to a female and female to a male we have to have separate classes for that i don't think so and I, then i don't think so i think it would transition either way is equal playing field in the middle there and then well but once you start down this road you gotta you gotta keep going and and that's why i say if you play this thought process all the way out it it starts in a place of of trying to be inclusive and trying to be accepting and it ends with only dudes competing in everything mm-hmm. or people that are born biologically male competing in everything yeah and dominating and so i I, I don't know. I'm I'm really at a at a like I'm stuck. I don't know, dudes. Like I don't know. I, logically, I can't see that where this could end. Other than either we're getting rid of like just get rid of all the rules and let everyone compete wherever they want. Well, I mean, at some point, are people transitioning just to be able to compete at a different level, or are they transitioning for their own identity and how they? You know what I mean? And like it, at know? some point, if you start allowing this, people are going to start transitioning for professional gain. You know what I'm saying? And how would you even know? Like, how would you prove it? They have a rule yeah, that's like you have you to be, it, you have to live as if you can't just transition for the, for the, for the competition. competition yeah. Right. You have to live as a female for four years before you can compete as a female. Uh, okay. But, yeah, but that's just but four years still, of training as a female. Like, even with his decreased testosterone, his testosterone, I'm sorry, I did it again. Even with her decreased testosterone, her testosterone is like, Five to seven times higher than that of a natural female athlete. Mm-hmm. Not, it's like huge, the gap. Yeah. It's not just a little bit, it's a lot. So, yeah, I I just don't know, man. I mean, yeah. It's, I, I, it's, it's starting to flip on its head. And in trying to, and trying to do what's right, you're just fucking everything up. And at some point, you have to just say, look, we, we accept you for who you are. You can be whoever you want to be. You just can't compete, you know, like you've given that part up. I think just so. like just like if you're, you know, a power lifter and you start taking steroids, you've given that up. Like that was the that was what you decided you needed to do. That's who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you can't compete. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. I think something that's lost these days and that nobody thinks about is like, can there really be love without conflict? You know, and uh, it's this kind of this is one of those things that you, you can't really talk about it one way or another without you know, pissing somebody off. Right. Yeah. And there's just so many things like that. And, you know, we've, we, the, the, the coin, the, the coin phrase, the catchphrase or whatever that everybody uses is cancel culture. Right. And it's, it's the, the heart's in the right place. You're trying to be all inclusive, but like at some point you can't, you can't have love without conflict. Right. Just think of that juxtaposition though. You're trying to be inclusive and create, uh, you know, homogenous, like everyone's happy and safe. Safe space is another buzzword, but I didn't want to use it. You're trying to be inclusive. You're trying to create uh, comfort, and so you're and it's cancel culture, like it's dubbed cancel culture. You're that's like by definition being ex- yep. exclusive, yeah, you know? segregation, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it's 
it's flipped on its head. It's backwards, you know? Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's just somebody's kind of on their moral high horse and they're out there cutting heads off. You know what I mean? It, and I can't help but think about South Park and Randy Savage going and fucking up Strong Woman. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and Strong Woman's trying to be like, yeah, well, she's a great athlete, and you know, like, I don't, I don't, honestly don't know how I'm going to compete with her. And meanwhile, it's Randy Savage with a fucking beard, and he's jacked on steroids. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, what? Yep, yep, yep. It's definitely, it's definitely a weird thing. So, uh, it's, it's, we've been getting a lot of intermittent rain, and it seems like it's really fucking hot, and then it just dumps rain, right? Like, yeah. for a few days or even a week sometimes. And then it gets really hot again. And I, I don't know that it's anything unique. It just seems extreme this year for some reason. And uh, the biggest change that I've noticed is the fucking bugs. And I'm not going to lie, for a minute, I was like, fuck, dude, why do I have all these flies in my house? Like, what's going on? Like, dude, do I need to. Dude, you too, man. Like, and I, I mentioned it to someone like, dude, I shot like. I shot like 25 flies with my fly assault in my kitchen yesterday. And they were like, I know it's fucking crazy. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. Man, I was thinking the same thing. They're outside our front door, dude. And our back door. Just hanging out like all the time. Dude, you get home from work and you look at your front door and it's just like got flies on it. And you're like, I've got to go in there. And when I go in there, they're all going to just follow me. Mm -hmm. I've totally been outside doing a bunch of baseball things. And it's, it's been bad. It's been pretty gnarly. Uh, Nats is another one. Nats are full force coming back. I was, uh, recently down at Port O'Connor. Oh God. And dude, horse flies and fucking huge mosquitoes, dude. Non-stop. And horse flies bite too. Yeah. On the beach, dude. I just on the beach and they're fucking nailing my ass, Weren't there swarms of flies when we went in uh, November to the coast? Yeah. Out in the bay when we were fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Which was weird. You don't expect to be swarmed by flies out there. Like in the middle of the bay. Yeah. How the fuck do they even get out there? Like, they're going to die before they get to land. <laughs> they probably flew out there, man. Is that so. is that a true thing? They have a 24-hour lifespan? Is that Sounds real. I remember hearing that when I was young. Not the flies in my true. house, man. They fucking last like a week. <laughs> Dude, I think it's the kids coming up, bro. Dude, and then Where I'm sure... Where from, though? I'll hit those motherfuckers with a bug assault, and they're they're too fucking solid. Like, they're not they're, they're not resilient, dying. huh? Yeah. They got body armor on. They shoot back. <laughs> they're on that fucking... They're transitioning, right? Like, you can't fucking <laughs> knock them down. They're too strong. Yeah, dude. They're out of their class, man. <laughs> dude, I did see at some point last year that they were talking about releasing a bunch of chemically altered mosquitoes to mate with the mosquitoes, and it was supposed to make all of the new mosquitoes one sex. So that That's scary. That's a slippery slope, they too. They did that in Florida. Yeah, well, they did. I think they did it across the southern states. I think it was multiple states that did it. Here's where my head's at with this. Okay? There's just more mosquitoes now. First of all, I don't give a fuck about mosquitoes. Nuke those motherfuckers. Like, if we have some technology that can just wipe out the mosquitoes, fuck them. And anything that... I, I get it. Like, we need... Well, the bats. Then the bats won't have a... Fuck bats, dude. If we can get rid of the mosquitoes, I'll lose bats. That's I'm a all right slippery with slope, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. But what happens is it, it fucking dominoes after that, right? Mm-hmm. Like... The bats are gone now. There's no more guano. And somehow, pretty soon, you're like, bro, where are all the armadillos at? Like, how did this happen? You know? And you're like, oh, you killed all the mosquitoes, you asshole. Where's the iguanas? I want to see all the iguanas. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're all dead. I'm pretty sure we move like a deer die. 30,000 times more dirt than all the erosion that takes place in Earth in one year. Like humans fucking move more 
like we do more damage to just like cutting down trees and building roads and fucking digging shit and we move more dirt than like all the erosion like by a fuck ton i think yeah i think that's probably accurate what does that mean though oh we're 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 fucking with the planet bro Hmm. we're fucking with the planet we're gonna fuck it up knock it out of its equilibrium and dude i think we'll figure that shit out when it becomes time my point is like or we'll figure out how to go to another planet by then. It's I'm just d- going to rain for a long time. Everybody's going to drown again. I'm down to kill all the mosquitoes and all the fire ants. And Fire ants, yeah, dude. It's kind of a roll of the dice. I don't know what's going to go with them, but fuck it. Like, <laughs> Let's what, see what happens. What good do fire ants do? I mean, like, fucking porcupines and bullshit and fucking whatever eat them, but they suck, dude. If, if I was going to play devil's advocate, and clearly this is not where I stand on this, kill them all, okay? But if I was going to play devil's advocate, it would be like, well, we need the fire ants to clean up all the, the dead animals. Here's my counterpoint to that. Do they clean up dead animals? They clean up all kinds of shit. Yeah, for sure. Fuck them, dude. But here's here's the thing. They, they're they not native to here. No. So something was cleaning up all the dead shit before they got here. We, mm-hmm. had, uh, we have other kinds of ants, dude. I'm down with even the big bull ants that hurt like a motherfucker when they bite you. At least you can see them. They usually don't bite, though. Yeah, and they don't swarm, right? Yeah. You're not sitting there and all of a sudden you have a thousand of them on your ankles. And they bite and you all, all at the same time. doing it, yeah. And they leave those, like... The fucking zits on you after they bite you, you know what I'm talking about? That's yeah, when you get nailed. Them. And you crazy. pop them and then it hurts like a fucking burn or something? Yeah. Goddamn fire ants. So we can get rid of uh, mosquitoes, fire ants, and maybe wasps, Wasps, dude. dude yes, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm actually more okay with the wasps than I am the flies. Get dude, rid of the flies, bro. No way. You're talking fucking madness over there. We gotta get rid of Wasps don't fuck wasps. with me. I can usually find them and kill them. Nobody's bros with wasps. No. Nobody. I'm not bros with wasps. There's bros with, with uh, bees and shit. But flies fuck yeah. my shit up a lot worse than wasps do. Like, flies is a daily ordeal. I'm always dealing with fucking flies. Hardly ever dealing with wasps. Now, when you deal with wasps, they might fuck you up. Like, <laughs> There's, oh, You got some skin in the game. You might, you might get caught. You might get caught. <laughs> no, you but you know what? Caught. I'd rather get caught once than fucking have to deal with flies every time I try to go to my kitchen or something. Oh, right I'll there. take care of flies all the time. And if we're being honest, anytime I, I square up with a, with a wasp, I... I have at least a part of my in my head that there's a part of me that's like he might get me, and if he does, I fucking gonna bust his ass, right? <laughs> like as soon as he starts sticking me, he's dead. Yeah. So I might I might have to eat one, <laughs> but then his life will be over, and I'm gonna win this round. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when I'm fucking with hornets or wasps or whatever, like uh, fucking yellow jackets, goddamn yellow jackets, Ooh, dude. dude. Uh, all safety things go out the window. Like, if I got one of those big propane torches, you know, that you can start your fucking barbecue pit with, <laughs> like, I, might, with I might burn the whole fucking house down, dude. Like, and fuck you, wasp. <laughs> and the the bad thing about the yellow jackets is you could be you could be fighting one of them, and all oh, of a sudden yeah. you get hit in the back. Yeah. You know, their fucking bros come in. Yeah. Now all of a sudden it's you're getting jumped. You're getting jumps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then then you go to, you can't fight them all. You Bro, just gotta run. Here we got the fucking Africanized bees too. We got the bees that'll jump you and kill your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just trying to mow your lawn. They're gonna come out and get you. Mm-hmm. That's real deal too. I know people who have style. bees and they got their bees Africanized. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. He did. Yeah. Oh man, dude. So one of my is friends, that why his face looks like that? He got stung by a bunch of bees. Uh, I think that's the math. Oh. Uh, but. <laughs> Dude, one of one of my friends in high school, both his parents were constables, you know, and uh, his mom went to a call one day, and it was a dude that was mowing his yard and got attacked by bees, and it was like 
being hella stung. And then she went and tried to save him and she got attacked and they both ended up in the hospital. And then there used to be a show called When Animals Attack. You mm-hmm. remember this show? Yeah. So she made it on that show. Like because the beat, because the fucking. Because animals attacked? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly why. Dude, I ain't trying to fuck with a bunch of bees. If there's a, like. Nah, shit almost killed her, bro. It sucks. They but both went to the hospital and almost died. Like it was bad. <laughs> you just sit back and you're like, bro, fucking roll around or something. Get under something. Go inside. I don't know. Dude, I'm going to stay over here. Apparently, yeah. apparently there's been people that have like jumped into water and like tried to go under and they're still getting hit. Like, and every time they come up for air, they're getting hit. Like, yeah. And they go in your mouth and your nose. And oh shit. my God, dude. Yeah. They're so fuck trying bees to kill too. you, man. <laughs> fuck bees too. <laughs> I think we need bees though. Pretty sure. Wasps. Yeah, specifically, specifically wasps, wasps and Africanized bees. Yellow jackets. But you know what they say, Africanized bees are, uh, because they're more aggressive, they're way more resilient, and they produce more honey, and... They're bad motherfuckers. Yeah, they're bad motherfuckers, You better be dude. suited up, dude. <laughs> they're the alpha, like, honeybee. You, you better know be I mean? suited up. <laughs> with with all that aggression comes some goodness, too, you know? That, and and I, th- I think we're killing bees off... Right now, aren't we? It's like in the 4G, turning all the bees gay or something. Well, if you turn all the flowers to concrete, no, that's happen, the mosquitoes. Oh. But they're turning them all to women, I guess. So now there's just more women mosquitoes for the male mosquitoes to get with. So there's more mosquitoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the game is to turn all the mosquitoes male. Whatever it is, it's one of those two things. That's what it should be. It's supposed yeah. To, it's supposed to be making no like less mosquitoes or something. That's dude. I'm down. Let's fucking use some. Let's use some science. To get rid of this shit. Quality of life will go up. I don't know if we can, dude. Those motherfuckers are resilient-ass motherfuckers. They used to be stinging dinosaurs and shit. Yeah, dude. For real. The Get dinosaurs it. just are like, fuck this. Yeah, the dinosaurs bounced. I'm out. Didn't turn out so well for the dinosaurs, you know what I mean? Yeah, get my DNA in a million years, I don't care. <laughs> that would suck if after all of this fucking shit, like, mosquitoes rule the world. People are, like, gone, done. Mosquitoes are the... Dominant species. They yeah. just lay eggs and bite stuff all the time. <laughs> what was that Disney movie? Was it Lilo and Stitch? Yeah, where they're trying to protect the mosquitoes. mosquitoes? Yeah. Why? Because the mosquitoes were like the ultimate, like. They were endangered or something. I don't know. Yeah, and they were the ultimate species. I don't know. What if it flipped on its head? They're like, son, it's a mosquito. Let him land on your arm and bite you. He's going to take some blood, but it's good because there aren't many left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fuck that itch is like some bitch assholes. What's worse, mosquito bite or a, a fire ant? Bite? Dude, here's what I'm saying: uh, fire, fire ant bite by a yeah. long shot. But here's what I'm saying: like, can they do it without irritating my skin? Like, no. Th- honestly, if it did, if it didn't welt up and be itchy, like, wouldn't really fuck. What if it was really painful instead? Itchy pockmark, but it was just super painful. It pops immediately, like a like a wasp stinger. Yeah, it feels like a hot needle going. Nah, in your fuck arm. that, because they'll bite the shit out of you. A whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the itchy mark than I'd a rather hot have needle the itchy. Going. I'm saying, I'm saying, what the fuck? Why, I think it's because why they, can't we have no? Why can't we have just? Hey, look how slick he was. He did it in you. I think they put stuff after. in you when they bite you. They so have, feel, it, feel it, and then that's what happens. That's real. Yeah, I know. I know. But why? Like get that's it. my thing. If they I have it in her, man. Look, we we already know. can they naturally use Novocaine? Not fucking itchy after you know. Believe me, then that's cool. That's fine. It would throw balance dude could you imagine if you just went out into nature and now mosquitoes hurt when they bit you this is what we need like you'd be afraid of everything because they would just come out of nowhere at least wasps you have to provoke them you know what i mean and piss them off and then they come after you and you're like oh don't fuck with those things they won't fuck with me do mosquitoes just come out of nowhere y'all get mosquitoes in your house before fuck dude like you're trying to sleep in bed and you're just getting bit like son of a bitch fuck that i I experienced that like when you're camping and you get a mosquito in your tent in my house 
Happens in my house. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. What about scorpions, dude? So scorpions scorp- don't fuck with me. Scorpions hurt worse than anything. Dude, I I swear. And some people are like, dude, I don't even feel it when scorpions sting me. Scorpions hurt like a motherfucker when they sting me. But here's the deal. It hurts like a red hot nail being driven into wherever the fuck they stung for like five minutes. And then it goes away. And it's gone. Like no mark, no nothing. It's just gone. That's me. Uh, That's impressive. You, know, know, you want me to make you feel bad right now? Huh. So one time my three-year-old daughter, it was around Halloween. She was like fucking with one of the pumpkins on the front porch, you know? Mm-hmm. And she moved the pumpkin. There was a scorpion in there and stung her in the hand. And she didn't cry or nothing. She came up and she was like, it stung me. And I was like, what stung you? She was like, over there, by the thing. And I lifted the fuck, and it was a fucking scorpion. I was like, son of a bitch, dude. Was it a big one? It was, uh, you know, like one of these. Yeah. I think the big ones. The big ones have less poison, I yeah, think. Yeah, they don't hurt as much. The small ones can fuck you up pretty bad. I, I remember being a kid, like eight or nine years old, maybe, and went to the family vacation to a river house. It's right on the river or whatever. And uh, crawled into bed there one night. And there was apparently a scorpion under, like, in between the sheets at the oh, bottom no. of the bed. And it fucking got me on the foot. Dude. I was, like, right about to fall asleep. And it just lit me up. Ugh. Freaked out, bro. Damn. <laughs> Freaked out. Like, I don't I wasn't, I don't think I cried because of the pain. I just cried because, like, the, like the, I was feeling in a safe spot and mm-hmm. <laughs> got lit up. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's so freaky. I will say that I don't, I don't go out of my way to fuck up a scorpion. But if I get stung, dude, it's on. Like, I'm going to fuck that scorpion up. I'm going to yeah. smear him. I want him to be, like... Mush. I don't want him to be a scorpion when I'm done with him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to be a, he's going to be a puddle. He's going to be a smear. Dude, the other thing, when my daughter was little, we lived in a, in a house in, way out in the middle of nowhere on some land, and there was, like, a, a pond out front or whatever, and we had these really dark, like, rubber laminate floors that looked like really dark wood, you know, and there was, like, little black notches, like, in the wood to make it look more real or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was always bugs and scorpions and shit getting inside this house we were in the fucking woods, you know? And uh, when my daughter used to have this little broom, this little broom she'd carry around, and she just fucking slam it on the floor, just whacking the floor. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, killing scorpions. Like, <laughs> cool. Good. <laughs> Good. Keep doing that. Sometimes they would find the scorpions and the spiders, and they would get, like, a glass out of the cabinet and just put it over the... So you had to be really careful. Like, if you found, like, a glass or a bowl on the floor, and you're just like, what the fuck? Kids leaving shit all over the place? Sometimes there's a tarantula under that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, please. Take another shot of this Belfort. I need to... Yeah, I need to do an ad read, too. Dude, living in the woods is kind of fucked up. There's lots of fucked up shit out there. Yeah, there's a lot more to deal with than you think about. Yeah. Yeah, that same house I do, was my probably the worst that I ever had to deal with. Yellow jackets and, and wasps. And one time I was mowing the yard, and I felt something on my neck, and I went to smack it. And I got a hand, like a fucking hand-sized wolf spider was on my fucking neck, bro. Ooh. <laughs> yep, burn it down. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Duke Cannon. Hell yeah. Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry and patriotism weren't considered old-fashioned, a time when you never put the word salad next to bar. This country was built by folks with a sense of purpose, and Duke Cannon's purpose is simple. To make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hardworking men. These products are tested by soldiers made in the United States of America. Duke Cannon values things like hard work, family, community, bacon, and country. They champion builders, creators, sledgehammerers, holders of doors, and fixers of toilets. 
They have the utmost respect for teachers, farmers, soldiers, and first responders, so it's no wonder good folks feel right at home in Duke Cannon country. So no bullshit. Uh, we were talking about my hair earlier, right? Like mm-hmm, I had the mm-hmm. fucking, uh, uh, what is it called? The news anchor shampoo. That was where I, that's what I was using to take care, take care of that. Uh, I also have the, um, body wash. It's called, uh, old glory thick. So it's real viscous and it smells like, it smells like boot leather or something like nice leather, Ooh. saddle leather. It's, it smells so good. It smells like my motorcycle seat. Mm. I got to try the body wash. I've been using the, uh, the big ass bar of soap, the bourbon flavored one. Oh yeah. That's nice. It's flavored. Uh, yeah, yeah, it tastes like bourbon. <laughs> Which, by the way, research has it's absolutely confirmed that Dove chocolates are way better than Dove soap. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, but the Dove chocolates suck at washing your hair and face and shit. You know? Yeah, gets a little melty. So, uh, Ducanon also has the, the other bars of soap. They've got like fresh cut pine, uh, leaf, leather, campfire, bourbon, and beer. They've got colognes um, like Redwood, Naval Supremacy, Open Skies, and, and Bourbon. They've got Hot Shave Clear Warming Gel, Cooling After Shave Balm, Beard Balms, Beard Oils, Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Balm for those of us that work with our hands, Face Lotion, Tactical Lip Protectant in case you're in a you know sketchy situation. Like bay fishing? And you need lip, lip protectant. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold That's shower, cooling towels. That's how my mustache does. News Anchor Pomade, Hair Wash. Go to our webpage at whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com and click on the Duke Cannon link to let them know who sent you. Don't smell like a middle school locker room. Smell like a man with Duke Cannon. Amen. No, but for real, I really do use this shit. Like, that's what's exclusively in my shower now. And hey, let me throw it in there, too. Uh, my wife got me some Duke Cannon body wash. It smells like tobacco and amber. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's good, dude. I smell good. Mm-hmm. I smell like I've been in a smoky bar for a little while. And she loves it, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. If I was smoking cigarettes now, but... They always complain about it, but that really means I love it, right? Yeah. I every, think so. Every time I come home from a recording, she's like, you smell like the bar. No, it's the <laughs> studio. Get it right. <laughs> I smell like the studio. I don't go to the bar. Like some kind of heathen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week we talked about how, uh, you know, they say they don't want to fuck my shit up, but they're fucking my shit up right now and there's a chicken wing shortage. Yep. So... Modern solutions, right? We got to come up with some modern solutions to solve this modern problem. Uh, You'll find the vendors that haven't jacked up the prices yet. Wingstop has decided to go with uh, thighs, chicken thighs, and they're tossing them in the same sauces and everything, and and serving those thigh stop. Is it a separate restaurant? No, no, same thing. Just now they have thighs, not it's, Pluckers. <clears throat> it's Wingstop he's talking about now. Yeah. It is a separate restaurant than Pluckers. I'm not talking about Pluckers. No, I know. But like, do they it's have... It's not separate than Wingstop. They don't or, have like a separate... This is a thigh stop location. No. No. No, they just serve thighs now. That's pretty cool. And dude, yeah, I'm down with this. That's I'm, smart. I'm down with this. Dude, I've long hailed Wingstop. Y'all been haters, but Wingstop's got some bomb shit. If Look. they had like a ribeye stop, would they make like <laughs> a like a beef rib stop now? Bro, I think I think we need to do some research here. I think uh, pork chops. Maybe stop. next week on the way home, I'm gonna stop at Wingstop. We're gonna get a list of different of different tosses that are similar, or, or the same thing, right? Garlic palm Wingstop, garlic parm, fucking pluckers. pluckers. And let's let's get down on it. Let's let's do a fucking taste test. We'll I'm get not- three of each flavor, and I, I want you to go side by side and tell me that fucking wing stop Fine. is not as good. Fine, I'm down. All right, uh, <laughs> but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say wing stop is awesome. What I'm trying to say is like, you know, modern problems require modern solutions, and 
people have been sleeping on the thigh for too long. Dude. Why is the thigh not like, why does it not have the same prestige that a wing has? So I think people are put off by it because they think it's got too much fat. It's, it's too much meat. meat. It's the skin to meat ratio is what, is what you're not thinking about, Blake. I feel like most people, people like that. Though. People like wings because they don't get the big bite of meat. It's mostly skin. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, but thighs can have a bunch of a bunch of skin on it. Thighs are great, dude. Yeah, thighs aren't aren't super thick until you get up close to the quarter. I think I think this is a cool thing and I want to try it. I want to try these wings, but I want them to treat it like I've had fried chicken thighs, right? Like we've had barbecued chicken thighs. That's mm-hmm. usually how I eat them is barbecuing myself. But uh Dude, I'd like to try them like just like they do, like a wing. wings. Yeah, like fry it and then toss it in something and give it to me, and let me yeah. see what that's about. We need to make a list of, of wings, and then I want to do this taste challenge. I'll grab three of each kind from. Oh, I'm down. That'd be worth uh, worth recording. Yeah, that's we I'm, should try the thighs too while we're at it. Should yeah, we, we should. Should we throw? Should we throw <laughs> in mean, a third carrier here? Oh, uh, we could do we could do like buffalo wild wings, but a we buff- all know they oh, fucking no. suck. No. We do Hooters, but they suck. Hooters does one thing good. <laughs> and it's not even food. <laughs> they're ketchup. <laughs> no, like they're they're straight buffalo, spicy buffalo, whatever. It like they're just they're they're generic like their normal shit is pretty fucking good. But like any of their other flavors is kind of trash. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I'm down. I'm down. We can record it and do it do a wing review. I think But I think another part of that same episode should be let's try the thighs out and see what's up with that i'm down i'm down you know what i'm saying oh yeah i mean we already do tendies you know and i'm not saying wing stops like the the end all be all greatest place fucking for wings i'm not saying that what i'm saying is it's as good as pluckers (laughs) well yeah we'll see we'll see soon to come all right so we were talking about living out in the country earlier uh hell yeah can eat a lot of peaches (laughs) dude i might have to live out in the country again soon fucking (laughs) So there was a one-year-old kid that I guess got out into the the backyard. In the country? In the country. And he ate raccoon poop. Now, to me, that's just a a silly, like, TikTok video or something. You're like, gross, you ate raccoon poop? You know? Yeah. But apparently apparently that's a big fucking deal, I guess. And they had to, like, like, fly in a fucking antidote or some crazy shit from another state and, like, save this kid's life. Yeah. Because he was going to die because he ate raccoon poop. If it's not within, like, a few of it, get some crazy disease and, like, die. Why? What how, did, they, how did they know? Probably because there's been a hundred kids before who've eaten raccoon poop and they turned into zombies. And <laughs> Dude, that would have been horrible. the last thing I thought of. I would be like, did you get into under the sink and get into the chemicals? Like, is, is something that we ate is yeah, bad? Yeah, how did they figure that out? They smell his breath. That's like, what I'm saying. Was he just breath like, smells like raccoon shit. Call did, the ER. Did he Go just ahead. like still have a handful of it? That's the only way they found out, right? Like, he had to still they, have a handful of it. But here's what I'm saying. I didn't even know that this was a thing. Like... If, if if I saw a kid eat raccoon poop, I would be like, no, don't do that, you know? And then we'd go inside or something. Like, I wouldn't even know to be like... Like, if my kid gets bit by a snake, I know that's a fucking problem. Like, now we need to figure this out, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. But but a kid eats raccoon poop, and now, like, I need to, I need to call the hospital? Yeah, apparently. If they get into the cleaning chemicals under the kitchen sink, you know you got a problem. You call it... You right, call it right. Toxic control or whatever. So, what about, like... If my kitty's dog poop, is that like, are they going to die? Well, if your dog's got worms, that ain't no good, because then your kid's going to have worms, too. Yeah, that's right. But are they going to die, like, right now? 
They might die after a little while if they if can't they get enough worms. nutrition from the worms. And if the worms gets the heart. Then you got to give them some... Uh, Did you guys know that X-Lax. that raccoon poop would kill a motherfucker? No, no, that's news to me. I knew that it could, yeah. I know I can't eat that when I'm in my survival situations. <laughs> <laughs> It'll fucking kill my ass. It looks good like berries, but it ain't. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're watching like Alone or something, and those motherfuckers are out there, and they're like playing with the bear poop. They're like, look, it's bear poop, and they're like... Smell it. Yeah. Here, taste it. It tastes like coffee. Is that going to kill them? Like, are they going to die from that? No. If it was raccoon poop, yes. It probably could the same way as dogs. Like I said, if they get worms, then yeah. Like, What if our poop is like poisonous to some animal? Like deer. Dude, dogs <laughs> They love, like look at it and die. I think that dogs love our poop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got. It's like human food. Every time like, I poop outside, my dogs eat it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Am I right? <laughs> Dude, what is up with that, man? What's up with you pooping outside and feeding your dogs, man? Oh, it's funny. You don't... <laughs> see, you think it's You just funny. go in your backyard and shit and let your dogs eat it? Well, yeah. Wait. Then you don't have to clean the toilet. Every time often. I poop and I go outside. I, I thought after I flooded your house that one time that I was doing the right thing by pooping outside. Am I fucking up? Yeah. Am I going to fuck up your dog? That's how his dogs eat, man. He doesn't buy dogs. Dude, dog you're food. murdering my dogs when you poop in my yard. Will you please stop pooping in my yard for my dog's sake? Do you think it's... I'll tell you what, poop I, in the front yard, okay? I can't poop in so the house, neighbors I can't can poop in the yard, <laughs> where the fuck can I poop? In the front yard, front yard, right. You think it's the brisket, they smell that smoky brisket, and they're just like... Oh, dude, <laughs> brisket shits, you know brisket, if if humans have poison poop, brisket shits, meat shits, are the, that's it. <laughs> hey, so normally I would never do this, but I do gotta give a shout out, fucking, uh, my boy over here, Blake, cooked a brisket last weekend. And it was bomb diggity bomb. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Not because I wanted to talk about how good it was, but because I got a new smoker. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. And you nailed and, that first brisket on it, too. It was good as fuck. And here's the deal. I was right. I was fucking right. I, I've been cooking on this propane stack smoker. It is absolutely great for, like, smoking salmon, for even, like, chicken and shit. It's... it's Mm-hmm. It's you can set it and you just like leave it. It, it maintains it forget it. It well, maintains temperature really well. It's also I'm telling you, you're gonna find the balance. It's also great for carrying you through the wee morning hours of a brisket before you put it on a smokestack because you can sleep. You know that the temperature is gonna hold. Yeah. So, but but I've tried to do briskets on it and they never turn out. Like they never work. Yeah, you can't take them start to finish on a, on an alternate smoke. It's got to be the real thing, or it's not. It's it's not up to par, bro. And I was like, man, I you know. I haven't, I'm not a great brisket cook, but I've made an okay brisket. What the fuck am I doing wrong? Like I'm trying harder now on this smoker that I, that I had my previous smoker, which I still have by the way, but I've been trying harder with this one and like getting a inferior product. And it just clicked one day in my head that it was like, it's the smoker. It's I'm using a stick smoker. That's got fucking wood and smoke. Like mm-hmm. that's what was working. Now I'm using a propane smoker that doesn't have that. And it still has wood chips. That's how I justified it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a drug addict justifying his fucking his mess ups, you know? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm like, I've got the fucking chips. Like it's oak chips. It's not even pellets. There's smoke that comes chips. out of it kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. it smokes like a motherfucker. It's got smoke coming out of it. It's not the same. same. Uh and and the other thing is with the stack smoker, all the heat's at the bottom. So the whole thing is like an oven, right? It's all the same temperature. Yeah. A brisket is really fat on the point end, and it's really skinny on the you on need the flat. It to come a long ways across. So you put the point towards the box, the firebox, and you put the the flat towards the stack, or you know the the smoke. Yeah, the stack, so that the heat hits the point and then goes up the smokestack. So you can cook the point 
better. You can cook it more evenly because there's a variance in temperature. So you put the fat side towards the fire? or fat towards side the, up. Or fat side towards the... Fat side up and the thick side towards the fire. Right. Right. Okay, it makes sense. Yep. Which I do in my stack smoker, too, because it comes up, but it comes up the back wall, you know? And so I always put it on the second rack, because you put it on the first rack, you end up with too much bark on the bottom. So put it on the top rack so it has more space. But I always put the thick part towards the back because that's where the smoke's coming up first. That's where it's going to be hottest. Yeah, I just I, – I, I convinced myself. So uh, an offset smoker is a lot more work. Mm-hmm. It's uh, – Yeah. It's prob- It's more expensive because you got to buy wood for wood. it, right? And it can't be just fucking bullshit wood. Like you got to have real post Cooking wood, you got to have yeah. real pecan or you got to have real – so, you can do your own wood, but you got to cure it for like a year before you can use it. You got to be hella cutting down trees for a long time. Yeah. So, dude, there's a difference. And if you're going for something that's like a high quality product, it you can't take the easy way out. Like, there's no easy way for to no. cook it right. Where I'm finding the joy is is uh, is a it's a hybrid event, right? <clears throat> like it's it's uh, doing the stick smoker for a, the bigger chunk of the time. And then using the pellet smoker to get me through the night so I can go to sleep and know that my fire is not going to either spike or go out or both. Which goes into a nice a nice topic here. Uh, part of the fun, part of the enjoyment of it was watching it, right? Yeah. I got I got home and also, it was late. Also, I'm almost 40 now, though. And I, and I started <laughs> this bitch at like, like at one thirty is when I started like... Afternoon or night? night. At night. one thirty is like when I started... Like the fire's going and I'm seasoning the meat about to put it on. I started it at two o'clock. I put the meat on the on the pit. So, but it takes a little while to like get the fire going and get the smoke flowing. It, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you got to trim the brisket and all that. And dude, I was I was by myself, which is another experience. Oh, oh. that's good stuff, dude. Uh, I was by myself, which I'd never done. I've done some competitive barbecue before, but you're there with a ton of people, right? And I've done some briskets and, and ribs and all that shit at home, but usually, like, someone's there. You're not completely by yourself. So, like, my last five briskets, I've been by myself. Dude, that's a... It's different. I'm not saying it's a blast, but it is a thing. Like, it was enjoyable. I can see it'd be nice to have some camaraderie out there while you're doing For it. For sure. That, that would be better, I think. But by myself, is this is where I found, like... If I can throw it on the pellet smoker at 2 a.m. and know that it's just going to hold at 2.05 and smoke for a few hours, I can wake up at 6, you know? So I went hard. <laughs> I, I put it on at 2. Um, at 4 o'clock, I, I started the propane stack smoker. Just in case. And the idea up. was I'm going to once this once this warms up, I'm going to move it over there and I'm going to go to bed. This is at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh so I started the stack smoker. I came into the studio, laid down on the couch, fucking passed Done. smooth the fuck out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I woke up at six, right? Two hours later, I woke up and was like, oh no. So I go back outside and my offset, my new smoker, my offset stick burner was still rolling just like it was supposed to. Damn. And I was like, did it stay steady the whole time though? Or did oh, it yeah. spike? No, that, it, it stuck. That, it see, stuck. That's what happens with me is I get it. I get it up to good and I'm like, put enough wood in there and I'm like, okay. Like hour and a half, two hours, and I'm gonna set an alarm. I'm gonna get up every two hours. Some two by hours is too much, though. I, I got lucky. Well, I don't that, know what happened, that's but what, I got lucky. Inevitably, and it didn't even matter. Even if it was an hour and a half, like inevitably, the temperature would spike in the beginning because that that extra log that I put on to try and carry it would catch. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then by the time I got up and went out there, which it sometimes was only an hour and a half, fire is almost out. Temperature is down, fucking under two hundred. Yep. 
you know? So I, one thing I did that I think helped with that, uh, I got my chainsaw and I cut the... Dude, I was just about to say that. I cut the logs pieces. into like discs. So I threw like five or six of those discs on instead of throwing a log on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and, smart. And it, it helped regulate the temperature a little bit. I try to use charcoal. I use charcoal a bit and try to get a good coal bed so that the coals will carry it. See, uh, that's how I started out. I used uh, hardwood coals and I started out with a big like thing full of them or whatever, you know? Yeah. I and then I throw put f- my logs on top of that and let them turn into coals and then I'll throw it on. So yeah. I'm not, don't think I'm talking shit here. This is just my, my brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a brand new virgin smoker and I'm like, I don't want to put charcoal in it. I don't want to put lighter fluid in it. I don't want to put anything in it. You don't put briquettes in it. Except for like blo- chunks of oak. How'd you start the I've oak? I've never had a virgin I stick a, smoker. I like, used a torch. Okay. And just, and just left. I literally left the torch, leaned against the pit, just blowing nice. fire onto it. I've never had a virgin For like 30 minutes. Smoker. It took a long time. It was oh, a pain I bet. Ass. Yeah, that wood's hard to start, man. But that's, yeah, that's why it took 30 minutes to start the fire. Because mm-hmm. I was just torching it for 30 minutes. Damn. Which is what it takes for charcoal, too. You yeah. light the charcoal, you let it burn for 30 minutes. and It's hardwood, then, too. Then you get your coal bed. I use hardwood. So it doesn't have any fluid in it. You know, I don't put any fluid on it. I use like a little starter thing. and I put fluid on it. It's 2 a.m. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, I... I and uh, I'm by myself. I've, not, I've actually... The opposite of you. I've never, I've never had somebody stay up all night with me and cook a brisket, ever. The only times that I've done it, I've done it by myself. Man, I want to cook a brisket now. Yeah. It's fun. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stay up this weekend. I did start to get a little bit loopy, dude. Because I'm not going to lie. I was drinking whiskey. When were you done? Cigars. Uh, so it... That's what I was going to say. So I fell asleep at four. I woke up at six. The goal, I was going to move it over. I ended up not moving it over. I Fuck turned, yeah, I turned the stack off and left it on the, I threw some more wood on the offset and I went to sleep. Uh, woke up again, I think at like seven, like an hour later, ran to the store to get butcher paper and shit like that. Um, that 7 a.m. store run happens like every other t- every yeah. other time you do it for sure. Yeah, I was completely out of budget. I can go to the store the day before and be like, okay, I got everything, and then inevitably I'm gonna run out of wood or butcher paper or fucking something seasoning something at fucking and have to wait for the stores to open. And you're just waiting. You're like 7 a.m. stores fucking open. I'm going. But it's weird because like, <laughs> dude, I I was drinking, but I was not drinking so heavily that I was like passing out. It's weird knowing you can catch a DWI when the sun's already up. But I yeah. <laughs> Like, I didn't go to sleep last night. I'm fucking out of it a little. I've got the crazy eyes, you yeah, know? Yeah, I've yeah. literally been awake drinking and watching barbecue all night. Damn. Yeah. Let's drive to the <laughs> store. So, uh, I don't know. It was a good time, though. So, fun. when was it done? When, what was the final time? Uh, 3 p.m. Yeah. I think I I think at 2.30, I took it off of the pit and just... I, I put it in the oven just... Let like it as sit a, for an hour. That's, you have a, to let it rest. Yeah. The oven was off. I just put it in there and let it... Chill in there for mm-hmm. a you long have time. to let it rest, and it's so fucking hard. And I think not we fucking pick at it on the way into the box. Yeah, I think we ate it for something like that. Yeah, <laughs> let it rest for an hour, to hour and a half. Was sure. it like jiggly? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and and it wasn't perfect. Uh, the point, I feel like the point was perfect. The flat was a little bit. The pull was a little bit hard. I was I was impressed. It was good. It was, it was good. It was super good, dude. That yeah. I, that might have been the best one you've done that I've tasted. What quality of brisket did you get? Did you get a prime or did you get a choice? Dude, I found. Dude, honestly, I didn't even look because there was one brisket at Randall's. It was literally the only one, and I just bought it. Man, I've gotten hosed that way before. Uh, I've so apparently what what you're supposed to do is when you pick it up, if if it folds in half, mm-hmm. that's a good one. If it's not if it's not bending all the way, it's because there's too much tendon and toughness in there. 
that's what I've that's what I've been that's what I've been told. Yeah, I just I, I just wanted to like I had to I had a brand new pit. Dude, that's so cool. You so got a new gonna, pit, dude. I was gonna do like it I'm didn't matter. I'm so glad you got a stick burner too. So, yeah. I was totally it's a real deal, man. I was totally the asshole during COVID that would go to the HEB and find the, all the briskets. And I'd pick them all up, every single one, and <laughs> be like, see if they folded it in half. I'm like, nope, this one, this one. And dude, I had a stick burner before, uh, but when I was doing, I, I I did a few competitive barbecue. I never did super great. I think I got like 14th ribs one time, but uh, well, that's pretty good. Though. No, that is good out of 15. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, there were like 40 or something. Oh, nice. I'm known for winning barbecue competitions with poultry. But uh, <laughs> was that the women's league or? <laughs> It was the translate. <laughs> so I've had a stick smoker before, but I kind of, I got, I don't know. I honestly, I got lazy. I was like, man, why am I doing all this work? I'm not a competitive barbecuer. Like I'm just not there. Yeah. And I'm basically, I, I cook in my backyard. Why not do it the easy way? You know? And so that's what I've been doing the last several years. And, and again, I can cook some good shit on it, but it's just not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. And now I'm back. Now I have options. Right? Why not both? <clears throat> now, if I want to smoke a salmon, dude, I can smoke. A, I can throw a salmon on there and go watch a movie, and yep. it'll be done. And mm-hmm. It'll be delicious. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if I want to go hard and do a legit brisket, I can do that too now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm telling you, the getting older and doing it by yourself, like, yeah, I was also your first one on a stick smoker in a while. Like, you were excited. You stayed up all night, but like, there's gonna be times where you're like, I decided to throw a party on Saturday, and it's Friday, and like, I just want to go to bed, and. Uh, you're going to find a use there's, there's, I'm telling you, there's like a, there's a balance there that you can find with your, with your stack smoker, uh, the propane one that you can set it on there and go to sleep, wake up and you didn't lose the time. And then you can still get the bark and the smoke ring and all the things that you're looking for by moving it over to the stick smoker first thing in the morning. I think it's, I think I honestly would go the other way. I think I would throw it on the stick smoker, this offset. That's what I did. Get crazy bark and then. And then throw it over on the stack and go to sleep. Yeah, that's what I have done. But it, that's where what I run into with my smoker in particular. My door is all fucked up and it leaks smoke like it's lost Indian. You know, it's it's kind of fucked. It's rusted and shit. And it's, I don't know. It's fucked. So and so what I run into is the problem that I was talking about. Where my that's when my ten, I get way too much way too much fluctuation in the whole deal. Like if I'm not sitting with that with that smoker, then the fire spikes and it goes out like. At a moment's notice. You know what I mean? I want to, uh, I want to, yeah, I think we should do a brisket, but where we all hang out and do a brisket. Dude, I'm so down. I, I've never had that experience. I've legitimately never had that experience. I've never had somebody to stay up all night with me to do a brisket. The trick is, it's not a, again, I'm going to drink, but it's not, like, you have to be careful. Cause you have to pass out at different times. You got to, you got to balance it. Like It's an endurance game. It's an endurance game for sure. Makes sense to me. And dude, I'm the motherfucker that'll get too drunk and just be like, fuck it, I don't care. And pass out. That's you know? fucked up, dude. I haven't done it with smoking, but I've definitely done it like before. With barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, myself. Myself. I've done it with smoking too, man. Yeah, I was at the beach one time and uh, everyone decided to put it on me to to grill. Well, you brought the fucking grill. Yeah. I had, <laughs> I had like, a, I'll bring a grill, guys. I had yeah. a gas grill. On the beach, and we were camping on the beach. Had. And so, uh, yeah, I put, I think we were cooking beef ribs, right? And, chi- and chicken. I think we had a bunch of chicken on there, too. But it was the beef ribs is what caused the problem. It all caused the problem. <laughs> so, 
I've got beef ribs and chicken on there. We've been day drinking all day, right? For for days, for and multiple days, dude. I got so, I, I, like I remember sitting there being like, someone should go fucking fuck with that barbecue pit, and I was just like, stop me, <laughs> too many keg stains, not bro. doing it. Like I even told everyone else, I was like, hey guys, I'm I'm done. It's on. You should go look at it or something. Otherwise, it's gonna get <laughs> fucked up. So before too long, the the barbecue pit is on fire and. Uh, one of, one of my cousins is like, Blake, your barbecue pit's on fire. And I look over and it's not like there's flames coming out from underneath the lid. No, it's on fire on it's the on outside. It's on fire on the outside. That motherfucker's Damn. on fire. And it's, uh, dude, what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, right? Yeah, let it burn. Let it burn. Well, we, now we had to figure out how to get the propane tank off the motherfucker because we yeah, didn't want was, the propane That was a little bit scary. <laughs> Damn, dude. Run over you. And even once we took the propane tank off of it, it's still. It, it's burned for a while after that. that beef rib grease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. Well, and then, like, legitimately, the pit caught on fire. Like, everything that was plastic was on fire. Everything that was mel- metal was melting. It was on fucking fire. <laughs> Damn, it burned dude. to the ground. It literally burned to the ground. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> it's gone. It burned to the ground. All the way to the ground. Throw some sand on it. Dude, and the ribs were ruined. Here's the fun part of the story. So, at the end of the trip, I think we lost, like, five of the pop-up canopies. I think we lost like three or four tents. Oh, let me tell. Because camping on the beach, you know, it's windy as fuck. Let me tell the canopy we lost story. The, we lost the barbecue pit. Hold on. Let me get through it. Well, I want you to get, I want to get, because that's the clothes, right? The canopy. Uh, I, I had a brand new canopy. Everyone else is losing their fucking canopies. I know better. I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm going to go hard and make, like, my canopy is not going to roll down this fucking beach. Shit. So, <laughs> here's what I did. I, I set up my canopy. Uh. I put stakes in all four corners, long stakes, not the stakes that come with the canopy. Like, like T-bones. I brought my own stakes, mm-hmm. drove those into the sand. Now I know those aren't going to hold it down, right? Like I know. So I do the guide wires and I dig holes in all four corners, dig deep ass holes, tie them to rocks and put those in the holes and then bury those in the sand. <clears throat> this motherfucker is held down, right? Well, then you took it one step further. Some of those guide wires were tied to coolers that were full of fucking beer. No, that was that was someone else's. Someone else's canopy? Yeah. Oh, I mean, they were smart, too. They tied it to coolers full of beer. That Which also be- ended up being a fuck-up. Yeah, that flying coolers, so, dude. So we woke up the next morning. Yeah, and in the middle of the night, one of one of the canopies blew over a truck and threw that fucking cooler, cooler. into the bed of the truck with him asleep Almost in the back. landed on his fucking landed head. Landed next in the to him. Bam! <laughs> cooler full of beer and ice. So that canopy's fucked, right? Uh, the canopy that we were all sitting under, that canopy's fucked. Like, it's just mangled. And... <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go check on my canopy, which is down by the beach. You know, that was where we were hanging out down there, our camping spots up here. So I'm like, I'm going to go check out my canopy because I know it's good. It's still there. It did, it, it, it didn't, you know, dude, I walk out and my canopy is still there and it's just flat on the fucking <laughs> sand. <laughs> like the, the, the fucking wind picked it up, like twisted it and then just smashed it right the fuck back where it was. <laughs> So it didn't blow away, but it was destroyed. Uh, Fucking destroyed. Bro, camping on the beach is meant for RVs, not for tents, man. Or canopies. All right, so we lost a bunch of canopies. We lost tents. We lost the barbecue pit. Yeah, so at the end, we're cleaning up. So we put all the canopies and tents in a pile on the beach. With a big tra- it was a big trash pile and, like on the beach, you know, where everybody would... With everybody all, else's with canopies. With everybody else's canopies and tents also, <laughs> you know? And and we'd fucking try to move the barbecue pit over to the trash pile, but in the barbecue pit was the ribs, right? Big fucking rack of ribs. Beef know? ribs. Beef big motherfuckers. Big <sighs> motherfuckers. And they're like, it's a rock. It's a it looks like it looks like hot lava, like a volcano happened. <laughs> and it's like a rib rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And one of our cousins grabbed the ribs and he's like, fuck this. And he's going to throw it over the sand dunes. Because, you know, the beach, you got like it backs up to the sand dune and then you got all the seaweed sand dune or whatever. Yeah. You know? And he goes to throw the ribs up in the air, but there's fucking seagulls everywhere. And that fucking rack of ribs hit a seagull so hard that the seagull <laughs> fell and died. Fucking on the sand dune. Oh my god. He killed a seagull with fucking rack of ribs. Bro. And he was like, oh no. And I was like, dude, it's illegal to fuck with the seagull. Like, you can't kill the seagull. You can't do that. And he's like, what should I do? And I was like, you better go bury, bury that it. motherfucker. So he like hikes up into the fucking sand dunes, you know, sinking and shit, like trying oh to get to the sand. God. He gets to this fucking seagull. He digs a hole and buries it and he comes back down. We're like, you get it? And he was like, yeah. And we look up there and we're like, bro, <laughs> sticking out. There's a foot, a seagull foot sticking out of the top of this sand dune. <laughs> and we're like, dude, you can't even come on, man. Damn, yeah. I know a guy that killed a seagull with the rack of ribs one time. <laughs> burnt know. ribs, burnt ribs. Burnt. Burnt it to the ground. I, this is the same trip the local solar keg, man. Yeah, we finally passed out drunk, like as the sun was coming up, you know, on the last day, and fucking heard the dogs barking, but we thought the dogs were just being bad, so we were like, "Fuck you!" Didn't think anything of it, and then woke up, and turns out that the dogs were barking at the people that were stealing our keg. Damn! Right out of the middle of like our circle of tents. Yeah. Damn. Now most of the tents were collapsed. You might not even could tell there was people in them because they were all broken and collapsed on the ground. Oh, there were drunks in there. <laughs> but there was definitely drunk people in there that were very sad when the keg was gone in the morning. And it was definitely the locals because there was a group of locals that came up and started hanging out with us and and drinking our beer for a little while. Yeah. And we let it happen and then they left. Well, yeah, it's cool, right? Like, And then we're like, they oh, totally shit. came back and stole our keg, dude. Yeah, we were, be- we- we were being friendly and... We got fucked. Yep. Too friendly. Not in a good way. Yeah, just wait till we pass out. You can have the rest. We made it. We, they worked for it, though. They had to stay up, didn't they? They did. It, dude, it must have been five or six o'clock in the morning when they stole a keg. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They didn't get no, like, oh, look at these fucking assholes. They're going to be asleep by 10 o'clock and we're going to steal their keg. And um, on their podcast tonight, they're talking about how they stole a fucking keg from a bunch of assholes. Yeah, really? I'm sure it's a good story they tell, too. Fuck the, those guys. I'll hit him with the season. Yeah, we says. partied with him, and there's this guy named Blake, and he passed out, and said we could have the keg, and we just took the keg and <laughs> drank the beer. They promised us food, but they burnt it all. Oh. We totally stole their keg. I want to talk about this whiskey. This whiskey's good, dude. Uh, it's after a hockey player? Huh? It's named after a hockey player. There's a hockey player named Belfour. Bel- no. Yeah, seriously. All right, Born for Glory. There are a lucky few who do not... Well, uh, there are a lucky few who do what they love, not once in a lifetime, but twice. Hockey Hall of Famer Ed Belfour translates his on-ice intensity into a new passion, crafting premium spirits using the finest ingredients inspired by the lives of champions, warriors, and everyday heroes. The Belfour family celebrates the legends in all of our lives with every glass. Dudes, so let's let's break it down. Uh, sweetness, how do we feel? I'm I'm gonna go higher than I normally would, which is weird because I like it. Oh, I didn't think so. I'm I'd gonna say, say two, two, two and, and a half. half. Two and a half. All right. It wasn't that sweet, dude. Normally, I don't like two and a half whiskey sweet, but yeah, it's two and a half. Uh, crunch, very low. None. Very no. low. Yeah, one and a half too. I was gonna go. I was gonna say one. I'll go one and a half. One and a half. Uh, bite, pretty pretty slight. It does Three. have. I'd give it a little more than average, three. Really? But also, we're drinking it hot, so it's hard to say. That's why I tried to put it in the fridge, because we are drinking it hot. 
See, I'm just going to go two. I guess we have to meet in the middle. At two I'm hot. Half. The bottle's hot. It's all hot. Uh, bite. Uh, bottle. Oh. What was bite? Bottle's a solid two. four for it. Bottle's a solid four. Maybe four and a half. I Dude, know. I don't know how you make this bottle better. Like, it's got it's got texture. It's unique. There is, there's no other bottle. Like, this was bottled for it's them. It's got a wooden cork that's fucking embroidered. Like... Yeah, it's got the and the sound was excellent. Eh, when you the pop it was out. great. Was great. The bottle is one of the most unique bottles we've come across. The, it, dude, fucking four, four and a half. Like, I'll say four. Get I'll go me. four. Yeah, that one's up there, bro. Drunkenness. How do you, how do we feel right now before we talk about? <clears throat> I feel good. I like it. I don't even know what proof it is. I think I it's high. I didn't read that, but I feel, yeah, it felt I feel pretty before, high. Before I call it out, it's uh, it's ninety two proof, dude. And I didn't get deep into the pre show either. I only had two shots pre show, so. So, dude, I I think this is a... That's a uh, top-tier bottle for sure. I think this is a three-and-a-half drunkenness also. I want to try this. I want to try it, like, a little less than room temperature. Like, not hot. I want to try it next to a bottle of Woodford, next to... It's better than Woodford. You think? I, dude, I've kind of had a thing, kind of steering away from Woodford a little bit. What about Elijah Craig? Mm. Elijah's a little more my tone. That's, I, I think I like Elijah more than I like That's going to be Woodford. the standard. Now, check it out. Elijah might keep up with this bottle, right? It might even be better. It loses on the bottle marks. But it's close. As far as taste, it does lose the bottle. It loses the bottle by a stretch. Would you say this is the best bottle we've had on the show? Uh, I don't know, dude. At this point, it's so hard to gauge. Yeah, it's hard to even remember. There's so many. We say episode three. We said episode two for years. Now we're on episode three for years. That's because we've already crossed the 200 threshold. So this is like the two... This is probably like the... After 150 episode twos, this is probably like another fucking yeah. 50 episode threes or something like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And is each it, one of those, are, most of them are new bottles. So. I had a full bottle every week for a long fucking time. Like, we're stretching out a little bit. And, and I appreciate that. I actually do. I was I was a hater at first, but I appreciate that. But it's it's one of the best that we've had, for sure. I'll give it that. I don't know. I don't. I mean, again, I'm gonna buy another one of these. I think and there's, stash it just a, so we we have it and we can try it with uh, with next to like an Elijah Craig or a, a Woodford. Or there's a big like long taste taste list at this point that we would have to line up a lot of bottles to get to the favorite. You know. Yeah. But I can dig it. It's 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 up there on my list for sure. I didn't even know it existed. I like hockey. Uh, and I like this bottle. I like the way it tastes. I think it's gonna be good. So. I've got one more topic, uh, and it's a it's it's an experience. Okay, I got, I got a topic. I went to an escape room with one of my one of my dudes from work. One of my guys. <laughs> one of my guys from work is like, dude, these things are dope. These things are dope. And I was like, whatever, whatever. And then he was like, we should do it. And I was like, I don't know. We sure we'll do it. Whatever. One day we'll go. I'll go with you. It's cool. Well, he was like, dude, they just opened up a new one. It's like fucking Indiana Jones. It's got like fucking skeletons and you're inside of a temple and you're trying to like solve you know solve the puzzles or whatever temple of boom and i was like all right like i mean i'm an indiana jones motherfucker like i've you know you had fun didn't i you? pretend to be indiana jones you had like, fun, didn't you? as an adult you know <laughs> what i'm saying you got a hat and everything man yeah i got the whip yeah uh so anyway i went and did this escape room and let me just start with the the exterior was very unimpressive i got there and it was like Getting in the back of a it, semi? It was no, it was in like a strip center, like a. Oh okay. Like imagine where where your work is, you know, yeah. and there's like there's bays right here where people back eighteen wheelers up to, and there's like 
not like not like uh, places where people go in to buy stuff. It's like office yeah. fucking bullshit. Warehousing and, and warehousing. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this place is going to suck. It's MS-13. They're going to kill you. And so I walked. But as soon as I walked in, changed, like completely changed, flipped on its head. They've got doors for all their different rooms. And each door, I like, I could tell. I could tell which rooms we were like. I could tell what room I was going to go into because there's like vines and snakes and shit on it, you know. Yeah. And I don't mean like bullshit, like fucking a foam snake that looks fake as fuck. I mean like they they tried to make it look like a fucking Disney ride or something, you know. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like this this is pretty cool. There's one over here that's got like it looks like an entrance to a lab, you know. It's got a fucking must wear protective gear before Bio you walk hazard in. Sticker yeah. On the door. Yeah. And then there's another one over here that looks like it was uh zombies. It was a, a Masonic Lodge, like, door entrance with concrete around it and shit. And and then there's the one that's got the vines and snakes. And I was like, that's the one we're going to go and watch. And he started, the the guy there, there was a guy that's sitting behind a computer. And he's, like, the, the fucking dungeon master or something. The moderator, you know? yeah. And he was like, all right, so, you know, you have to take all your cell phones out. You can't take anything inside the room. Uh Come over here and he gave me that a That would lock. trip me out. Just that alone would trip me oh, out. Oh, dude, it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. <laughs> You're not going to have your cell phone. Your lifeline is gone. I'm even... I'm going to lock you in this room, in this random warehouse, in the fucking warehouse district. And I, I you, even went so far as, like, your phone. I took my pocket knife out, my wallet out, and, like, locked everything out because... And your pistol? Dude, you can't... Yeah, you got to put your gun in there and everything. Really? Your gun, too? <laughs> so... Andy always had a gun. He, he fucking... So then... Give after, me your shoelaces. After we lock everything <laughs> up... Uh, he tells us like, okay, this is, you know, this is how these locks work. A- anything that you move, like you don't have to dig, don't fucking dig in the plants and shit. You know, don't, uh, anything you can move with, like, think like your two pinkies, right? Like if you can't move it with your two pinkies, you're pulling too hard. You're going to break something. It's not, that's not what it's it not is. It's not meant to move. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> bitch, I'm going to pound my way out. I'm the Hulk, motherfucker. So I'm like, <laughs> I, what I'm expecting is to walk into a room and there's, like, a bunch of locks on a fucking wall, you know, and I got to, like, figure out which key goes in which lock or something. Dude, when he he was like, all right, y'all are about to start, go ahead, and he he hits a button, and, like, we're standing at the door, and a fucking screen comes on, and it's a screen, be- like, it looks like the, the brick temple walls, right? There's a door here, and then there's, like, brick temple walls, yeah, yeah. Right. like, old brick. And there's like a spot where it looks like brick, but it was a TV screen behind the brick. Yeah. And then it's like it disappears, and now it's a like a skeleton talking to us, and he's tells us some fucking story. I don't know. And uh, then the door starts slowly open into this fucking temple. And so then you go in, and the first room it looks like a like a like a dig, you know, like a geologist dig, there's excavation a, kind of area. Yeah. There's a computer and like some hard hats and shit like that. And you're like, all right, cool. And, you know, you start solving these little puzzles and there's like, uh, you got to, there's like a wiring diagram that you got to figure out, which is my shit. So I'm fucking putting those things and like running the wires to different places. And, uh, then there's an, and there's another room that's open, but I'm like, I want to solve everything here before I move to that one. The other two bros that I was with are like, we're going to go in here and check this out. Right in that next room is where it starts to get like, like it's dark and there's like a skeleton, you know, in the corner and, and, uh, there's a bunch of fucking like hieroglyphs on the wall and shit. And we're, we're fucking with shit. We're solving, we're solving puzzles and shit, you know, getting the login like, into the computer. Like, like hand puzzles. No, I, I can't <laughs> even explain it. And I don't, and I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try it. Just there's puzzles. So I'm solving them. And then I go, I'm going in and like, 
you have to, then it starts getting wild, right? Like we got this torch and you have to put the torch in the right spot and it lights up and then like something else happens. Anyway, eventually, like Zelda. eventually a fucking, another door opens. And so where there's already two rooms, right? Which is already more than I expected. Like I'm in one room, my bros are in this other room solving shit in there. And they're like, dude, a fucking door open. And behind the skeleton that was like in the corner, the skeleton like falls out of the way and the fucking corner opens up. There's a whole nother like bigger room than the first two. And we're like, holy shit. We go in there and there's like, uh, like coffins and tombs and fucking like a fire pit or something. I had to crawl inside of a, of a coffin essentially like a like a hole you know a hole like they put the body yeah, in the hole in the wall the coffin. yeah i had to crawl into one of those and i'm like dude i know that i'm supposed to be in here because there's like a box in the back that was like stuck to the floor i couldn't move it right. but it was locked and i'm like oh, i know i have to be in here <clears throat> they closed the door on me while i was inside and when they closed the door a fluorescent light comes on and now i can see like you know so and so was here and they like did some shit and like there's all this writing and like, uh, and you're locked in a capsule. I'm locked in a in a tomb, just me, <laughs> right? And like when when the tomb opened, when it first opened, we were like, oh shit, someone's gonna have to crawl in there. Me and one of the other bros look at each other, and he was like, dude, do you want to go or you want me to? And I was like, fuck it, I'll go. I don't care. And I'm fucking, I crawl in there. They close the door behind me. The light comes on. Now it's just me inside of a tomb. <laughs> like I'm laying on my back. I can't. I, you know, I could, I had enough yeah. room to roll over. That little, was it. Little claustrophobic. I couldn't sit up. Uh, and, but when I'm, I'm laying on my back and like this fluorescent light comes on as soon as they close the door and there's all this like, uh, graffiti on the walls that now I can see, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I'm using the graffiti on the walls to like solve puzzles and like unlock shit. And eventually like I do something and a bunch of snakes fall on me, you know? Damn. And then there's like numbers on the snakes and I use the fucking shit that's written on the walls to figure out where the snakes go to figure out the code to unlock the box to get the door back open. And then what, you know, it was wild. It was fucking wild. And even a lot, dude. And even after that room, uh, I had to, I took these crystal skulls and I could like put them in a slot and they would light up different colors. So like I'm doing the, and, and I figure out a code and I do a thing and I'm like, all right guys, now try this. I'm going to push this button. And I push the button and they're out in this other room and they're like, yeah, we see this fucking skulls got like its eyes are glowing and there's a picture on the wall where I'm at and I'm not in the same place as them. So I'm like, dude, there's a picture on the wall. They're holding a mirror and they're reflecting the light. And they're like, there's another fucking skull right here. That's got like diamonds in its eyes too. So they used the mirrors to, like, direct the lasers at the other. Yeah. And when they did that, another fucking door opens, bros. Another fucking door. God dang, dude. And I'm like, this is just like a closet or something, right? Like, it's a little room. And one of the dudes, like, climbs up the little ladder and, like, goes in there. And he's like, guys, there's a staircase back here. (laughs) And I, like, go up there. And I'm like, no fucking way. We go up above. Like, now we're working our way up this fucking pyramid. And there's a whole nother room of, like... There's like a, and I knew we were close to the end because it was like a, a skeleton and it was like a king sitting on a throne, but I couldn't get to it yet. I could yeah. see it, but it has the crown and like all the rest of the gold bars that we're looking for are piled around it and he's smiling at us. And I'm like, we got to get in there. That's where we got to go. We were almost there and the fucking guy comes over the intercom and he's like, hey, I'm sorry. You guys ran out of time. You didn't oh. finish. You didn't finish. <laughs> and gotcha. So. Here's the deal. Are I, you going to go back? I I, I, I always thought of it. This is my first time doing it. Um, I always thought of like, 
Well, that's kind of bullshit. Like, what? You're going to go back and then you know all the fucking tricks, right? As soon as he was like, guys, y'all are done. I'm sorry. You can't you can't pursue anymore. If you want to look around, you can. But, you know, he's turning the lights on and yeah. we got we to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I want to come back. And it's not because I want to. Yes, I figured out a lot of the puzzles. I didn't figure out all of them because while I'm in here doing these puzzles, like there's three of us and we're all running around solving shit, you know? Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to be able to just breeze through it. And then two, even though I know some of the puzzles and I, we can knock those out quick, I just want to see the end of the story, right? Like, right. So we got yeah, done and he was like, him. he was like, I just want y'all to know, like y'all were doing really good. We hit a, we hit a lull like at 30 minutes where we were like kind of stuck and we weren't really figuring anything out. Mm-hmm. But then we really started jamming at the end and we were just fucking opening shit and unlocking shit and doors and fucking trap shit and stuff was falling from the ceilings and like we were figuring shit out. And uh, he told us that this was the hardest escape room that they had and we got 80% is what he told us. Nice, dude. So I want to go back and try it again. Like, and now it's like, fuck you, I'll beat you, motherfucker. Like, we were close. How would Whiskey and Whiskers do in an escape room? Dude, I think we'd, I think we'd do great. We'd figure that shit out. I'm down. I'm so down. It was fun. It was. I like, didn't know. I always had it in my head that it was like in the back of a semi and it's one room and you're just in there and stuck until you can get out and think stuck like, with all these people. Think like a uh, uh, Disney World. <laughs> that ride sounds like human trafficking, dude. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't ever really uh, think about that. There's multiple rooms and you have to separate to get things done. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I'm down. I'll try it. It was you, fun. You convinced me. You convinced uh, me. I'll, I'll try it for sure. This one was is called Escape Hour Austin, and it was, uh, I don't know, it was like $135. Oof. But that was for all three of us. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I think you can do up to six people, but I don't know how it works. Like, it was like the minimum was three, and you have to book them all at the same time, and I just paid for all three, you know? Yeah. I don't know if four means you pay for, like, $45 a person for four or something. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But, uh, but I will, it's, it think like 45 bucks at most it's 45 bucks. Okay. And it was 70 minutes. We had 70 minutes. It was 10 minutes over an hour. Dude, that's uh, good. I thought it was going to be like, like I'm in there for an hour. Like this is going to suck. I better go pee before I go up in here. And when they, when it ended, I was like, damn it. Like give me yeah. 30 more minutes. I will pay to give me 30 more minutes. Cause we'll fucking Yeah. Can we just shit. extend it now? Cause they want the full, they want the full shebang. Again. They want you to come back. back. Yeah. They yeah. want you to come back. They got you. Dude, that's uh, okay. I'm down. So, but when I'm down, da- uh, when I say I'm down, though, like we're gonna have to go twice. You know that, right? Because we're not gonna beat it the first time, and we're gonna have to go back. I I almost think okay, if we're gonna do that, I almost think we, we should do a different, different one. one. Yeah, that way, uh, you can because if we go into this one again, I'm, I'm gonna down be like, for the laboratory, bro. I'm gonna be like, just trust me. Take that fucking helmet and hang it on that rack over there. Take this torch, put it over there, and then take this block. And put yeah, it in you're there. gonna have to be the director. You're not gonna get to solve it. And that's what I'm saying. We're gonna have to go twice, and we'll have to pick a new one. That's what that's what I think. I'm dude. I'm down. I'm down. I didn't know this was a thing. I, I like I said, I had it in my head different, like you did. What? There's two rooms. Yeah. Wait, there's four fucking rooms. Yeah. It was yeah, wild. Dude, that's dude. So wild. It was wild. I every time. Every time a secret door opened and we went into another room, it blew my fucking mind. Like, it just kept getting better, you know? That's yeah. cool. You kind of ruined the surprise for me, but, you know, I'll still ask. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I might have played it up too big. Yeah. Hey, guys, look. The Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. From there, you can find links to all of our social media, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also hear our latest episodes 
on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, or anywhere else that you choose to listen. I like Apple Podcasts myself. Be sure to click the Bad Motherfucker link on our website and donate to our Patreon. Start with just $1, and man, if you go up to 1000 you might even get a rim job from our boy Chop. Uh, we're on the That's Not Canon Network. They have tons of great podcasts, whether you're in the comedy, mystery, entertainment, doesn't matter. They have it all. Dude, go check them out. They're actually really good. We got new episodes every Monday, new content all the time. We'll see you next time.